One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews Podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am very well. We have two more rehearsals left until the first performance. Um, I think it's fair to say that we're not exactly ready yet for the first performance. Sorry about the snoring in the background. You know, Gracie, my dog likes to snore whenever I am recording a podcast. And today is no exception. So there we go. Um, But yes, two rehearsals left and feeling very, very, very nervous this time because it doesn't, we don't quite seem to be there. But you never know, we could, it could all come right on the night. So we'll see. Um, But today is going to be a slightly different episode because I know I drone on and on about all these wonderful books. But I thought, crikey, that's quite a few books for you to keep pace with. So today is something different. We're putting the books away. Well, we're sort of putting them away. And I thought I'd tell you about some of the bookish things I like in terms of podcasts, other podcasts, um, any YouTube accounts, Instagram, Twitter, different things. So if you find yourself into books and wanting to find out a bit more, follow a few people, then these are just my thoughts on who who I go to first, who enjoy I who I enjoy listening to, watching, reading, all these sort of things. So, bear with. So the first thing I'm going to do a podcast. Now I would hope that QuickBook Reviews would be your first podcast. Uh, if not, why not? Tell me immediately. But no, there are so many podcasts to choose from, and while a lot of um, crime podcasts are about true crime, there are others as well. And so I've got four that I wanted to suggest you listen to and see what you think. If some of those work for you, brilliant. If you've got other ideas, great. Do tell me because I'm always keen to find out more. So the first podcast I really enjoy listening to is the Honest Authors Show. And this is done by two brilliant authors, uh, Gillian McAllister and Holly Seddon. Um, They're both very much writers of this time, um, very popular, lots of books sold, very capable, confident writers. And this podcast is coming from the side of being an author rather than a reader. And that's what makes it so interesting, because first of all, hearing the interaction with the two of them, I just love it. They're really great people. Um, But also the people that they interview, like, so you learn about what goes on um, with some of the uh, markets where different books are bid on, um, the book designing, um, a psychologist of who specialises in authors, oh, all sorts. They interview other authors as well. It's, I mean, I'm saying it's it's very honest and that's just the title, but I'm not repeating it for that reason. It just feels like a very honest way of looking at how 
things um, move once you start becoming published and all the different elements of the publishing world and how they work together. And, and I, I just enjoy it. I enjoy listening to the, the two of them talk themselves. And I enjoy listening to the different people that they choose to interview. Uh, some of the things that they experience as authors, as particularly as female authors, is, is just incredible. Some of the, for example, the messages they get on Instagram, all sorts, horrific. But it just shows that it's not, um, it's not all amazing that every job has its downside and I think they paint that picture very well. So that's the first one, The Honest Authors Show. The next one is called um, Simon Mayo, Simon Mayo's Books of the Year. And he interviews authors from time to time. They're, they're slightly irregular. There's no, it's not like right Monday is the day the podcasts are released. But usually they interview an author, so you've got that main podcast. And then the next one will be talking, will be a Q&A with the author about what books influence them with when they were young what books they're reading what they have on their bookshelves even an interesting question like at what point do they ditch a book uh, not one that they're writing one that they're reading so um, some people might read a book and even if they hate it they'll carry on to the end some people give it 100 pages one author gave it two paragraphs it's just so interesting to see whether a book draws you in and I guess there are so many books published now but you don't have to commit to a book. You can just stop reading and think, no, I've got a limited amount of time, so many books to read, let's move on. So I really enjoy that, Simon Mayer's Books of the Year. Um, the next one I like is called Partners in Crime. And this is an interesting one because I really enjoyed it, recommended it to a friend of mine. She listened to it and said there were too many uhs and ums in it. And it really put her off. And since she said that, I now notice that so much. Um, so, and I've just said um as well, so that's irritating, isn't it? It's done by an author, Adam Croft, and Robert Dawes. Robert Dawes is an author, but also he's very well known on uh, television for starring in certain uh, drama series um, and the two of them just talk about what they're reading at the moment what they're watching anything crime related um, sometimes they appear at different book festivals as well so it's interesting hearing about that I like it it's every week um, it's always got some new ideas of what to read or watch or listen to and uh, it's just another one that I would tend to listen to every week um, but as I say I just flag up that warning about the ums and ers so if that really irritates you well have a listen see what you think but it's certainly one of my top podcasts that I like to listen to and um, my fourth recommendation is one I've only recently started to listen to but I really enjoy it and it's called Writer's Routine and it's um, just very simple interview with an author about where they work, their writing space, how they go about writing, whether they plan things to the nth degree or just wade in and just start writing their story. And again, that's so fascinating because everybody's different. There's no set formula of write this way and it will work everybody is different and sometimes if an author has children of course they have to fit in with school time school pickups that sort of thing some people are still working um, others have everything set out at home a special workspace a writing space they're all different and particularly for authors that I've enjoyed reading their books I then enjoy listening how they've gone about it 
and how they approach writing. So uh, that's the fourth one, writer's routine. I've only listened to a few, but I'm definitely uh, going to be going back to that every week to, to listen to that. So those are my four podcasts. Now we're going to come on to YouTube. Now, I know I'm an old fogey when I say this, but for me, before I started watching anything bookish on YouTube, YouTube was either my son watching how to play Fortnite games, my daughter watching cookery things, or me finding out how to repair the washing machine. That was all I knew YouTube was about. But there's lots of bookish stuff on there and there's lots of people reviewing books and with great energy and just nice people. It's a bit like listening to a podcast. You just get to know someone over time. So I've got four different uh, YouTubers or booktubers, as we tend to call them, that I would really suggest you, you have a look at. The first one, and I'm doing these in order of how when I came across them. So the ones that I have watched the most of are, are my first choice. And that one is called Lauren and the Books. Lauren is the most uh, positive brilliant person she's just full of joy and energy in anything that she does and that's lovely to see she also takes february off from recording new videos which i think is very healthy because she produces a lot of content and you should be able to have a bit of time off from doing that uh, but there's so many to go back through you you won't be stuck for for ones to watch so don't worry about that I also really like the fact that she loves Christmas and does so much around Christmas. She runs something called Cozy Reading, Reading Nights. So usually once a quarter, she'll announce the, the day and the time. And uh, you can just join in with this lovely cozy reading night where everyone sits down and reads and eats lots of food, which is winning as far as I'm concerned. So Lauren was the first one I came across that I really enjoyed watching and I will always look out for her, her videos. Um, and with all of, the, well, most of these that I'm going to talk about, they don't always review the sort of books that I'm into, but they give me ideas. And sometimes there are books that I do then pick up. Um, it was Lauren that talked about the audiobook of Daisy Jones and the Six, and which I really enjoyed. Um, but the, I just enjoy watching them nevertheless. The second one is called Savage Reads, and that's Simon Savage. Um, and I enjoy watching him. He is very honest in what he talks about. Uh, he's lovely, very positive about books, about reading, about authors. He's always got something interesting to say. He has the most incredible bookshelves. And he's he's just a nice chap. Um, he also records some videos with his mum, which I love to see as well. So that that's another great one. Um, the third one is one I've been watching more recently than those two, but again, still really enjoy it. And it's called Tom Reads Things. Tom tends to read more classics um, than contemporary, I would say. Maybe he'd disagree with me on that and I don't read a lot of classics these days but I still love watching it he has the driest sense of humor which I love um, and I just think his videos are very high quality good content again ones I will always watch um, and a thoroughly nice chap so that's a, that's my third choice and the fourth one is another new one, one I've just started watching. Now, the trouble with a lot of booktubers, I find, is that they talk like this all the time. And then they say it was really nice. And that winds me up. So I have gone for people that can talk normally, which helps. And when I've looked at um, booktubers in America, a lot of them do. Um, oh, this sounds terrible. But a lot of them seem to have 
a, a tone, a voice tone when they're talking that I don't really enjoy listening to. And there was one that kept coming up in my, why don't you try? And I thought it was pronounced chapter and converse. So I thought it was someone who talked about chapters of books while wearing converse shoes. And I never clicked on it. And then for some reason, I was busy doing something. I didn't get a chance to click on what I wanted to watch next. So YouTube chose for me and this woman came on. So what I first of all realised is that it's not about shoes. It's not converse shoes. It's converse as in conversing. So basically what her title is about books, talking about books, books and talk, chapter and converse. Yeah, slight difference. So my fault. I'm sure nobody else has thought that. But I like it because she reads a lot of books that I do. She's very into sort of contemporary thrillers, crime books, fiction books. She's got a nice style about her. Um, she doesn't do too many podcasts. Uh, podcasts, what am I saying? Too many uh, videos. So I can keep track of what she's doing. And I like her content. So those are the four. The Lauren and the books. Then Savage Reads then Tom reads things, and then chapter and converse, not converse, I have to say it that way. Oh dear, what am I like? So those are the YouTube ones I'd look at. Now let's talk about Instagram. Instagram was the first place I started doing my book reviews, just a simple photo with the three post-it notes. I'm sure you've um, come across it before. I just, one post-it note is a mark out of 10. One post-it note is what I liked about the book and one post-it note is what I didn't like about the book. Just trying to get everything visually in one picture rather than a very long blog or book review that you might not really want to read all of it. The one problem is my handwriting. As everyone in my family will tell you, I have awful handwriting. I could be a doctor based on my handwriting because allegedly everyone says doctors have bad handwriting. I am no good at medical knowledge. Um, but I have bad handwriting, so perhaps that qualifies me. Anyway, so when I went on to Instagram, I started following different authors and different people that like books, and I thought I'd just go through um, four that I really like on Instagram. So the first one is Gillian McAllister. Now, I know I've already mentioned her podcast, The Honest Authors Show. So this sounds a bit cringy, creepy that I'm mentioning her again. But I have to because she's got this dog, Wendy. And I'm sorry, it's not really about the author. It's about Wendy the dog. Wendy the dog is the best dog on Instagram. She started off, she was this gorgeous, sweet little puppy. And she is now a mammoth dog. She's huge. She has got her own way of going about things. And all the information that Gillian puts on, I just, I just love. Um, and she talks, she shows different things that she's coming across when she's going out to talk about the books. All that's going on, just really enjoy her. She's a very true, transparent person. And that's really refreshing. Um, the next person on Instagram isn't an author, but she's a, a book person. And that account's called Hello Rach. Um, she lives in Cornwall. She um, has a, a gorgeous dog. Her daughter has a dog that she, Snoop, that she looks after from time to time, who's gorgeous. And I find her book reviews very honest and refreshing as well. Just lovely content, lovely pictures and thoroughly nice person. So when I think books, that's another one. Another account is that the account name is CJ Taylor Author. 
Um, but it's CJ Teller who's wrote books like Sleep. You must have heard of that. She's got Strangers coming out this year. Um, she's written some books as Callie Taylor as well. And uh, I enjoy seeing what she's up to. She did some really good posts recently on when she went to see her book being printed. Can you imagine you've written a book and then you actually go to see it being printed? I think I would just be in floods of tears if, if that was me. It would be the most amazing moment. Obviously, I would need to write a book that actually somebody wants to print. So that, that's a stumbling block for me. But in my imaginary world where I did, to see your book being printed, I think would be incredible. And Kelly went through all the different stages of the book being printed. Some of the stages I did not know about, and that was really good to see. So I like hers. And then the other one, which is one I've come across much more recently, is Years of Reading. Um, and I love the reviews. She does some video reviews on Instagram sometimes. She talks about books. They're a wide variety of books as well. Um, and it's just a nice person to follow. So that's really good. Some authors I have to take issue with because they allegedly have a presence on Instagram, but all they do is repost book reviews. Now, if I've done a book review and I'm excited about it, and the author's excited about it, it's lovely that they repost it. I think that's great. But if that is the only thing they're going to post, I'm not very interested in that because... That, that's just repeating things that everybody else has said. I want to know a bit more about the author. It's not as if I want to go and knock on their door and have a good look around their house. Not quite that nosy. Well, possibly I am. But it's just about knowing more about the person or about the characters in their book and how they get their inspiration. It's all that sort of thing. That's why we go to festivals and meet authors. That's why we just hold authors in the highest because they're just, they, I, I know I've said this before, but they are the rock stars of the book world and you just want to know more about them. So I'm finding some authors I'm following even more and looking at what they're putting on and others I'm just not following because I just don't want to see repost after repost. Give me some fresh content, please. So there we go. That's Instagram. And then Twitter, um, there's four on there that I really enjoy uh, following and looking at. The first one, uh, the account name is Arenda Books, and this is Karen Sullivan who runs Arenda Books. Karen is a legend on Twitter. I don't know how she manages to do so much on Twitter and run this incredible publishing business as well, but she does. She supports her authors, she supports book reviewers, and she's got lots of funny, fresh things on there. So that's somebody I enjoy uh, reading. Um, another one is Rob Hart. His account name is Rob W. Hart, H-A-R-T. He wrote The Warehouse. And again, I like seeing what he has to say. He's always sort of pushing boundaries, talking about what books he's uh, writing at, at this time and when he's struggling or not. And just lots of interesting things. So I do enjoy following him. Another one, which is more recent, is Phoebe Morgan, who wrote The Babysitter that I reviewed recently. And she's an editor, works in the publishing business, and she gives some really fascinating insight into things like she did a whole series on the design of a book and how the author might not really get much say in the design of that book but to trust them and why they make their own decisions and the research that they do and I found that fascinating so she's Phoebe Morgan but her account is Phoebe underscore a underscore Morgan 
um, and she's another one. And then finally, I would also suggest Anne Cater, and her account is at Anne Cater, C-A-T-E-R. Um, Anne is another legend in the book world. She organises a lot of book tours. She reads so many books. She's always got interesting things to say, interesting books to look at that she's reading. Again, another one I really like to follow. So I've done four podcasts for YouTube people, four Instagram accounts and four Twitter accounts. Um, and in terms of what other things I like that are bookish, I love everything bookish. I am so sad. I have book earrings. I have a lot of book mugs. You can't have enough book mugs. I'm sorry. I have book hoodies, book T-shirts. I don't think you would meet me and come away not knowing that I love books. Even people that I meet walking the dog, we talk about books. I am very sad, I know. But hey, it's it doesn't harm anybody and it keeps me happy. So there we go. So there we go. This is my slightly different podcast, all about different accounts that you can follow. And I haven't well, I've mentioned some books, but I haven't mentioned any book reviews. So there we go. But I'll have to warn you, book reviews are starting again next week because I've got some really good books to talk to you about. Um, anyway, I always like to end with a question because I love it when you email me your questions. And Jackie has emailed me the question, do I use a bookmark? Oh my goodness, Jackie, this is something that I could answer in one second or a hundred hours because this is a very contentious subject. Now, I've I'm going to be truthful. I'm the sort of person that likes using a bookmark, but I just seem to lose them no matter how many I have. So I've used a pair of tweezers as a bookmark. I folded down the page. I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't, but I have. Um, I've used, what did I use the other day that just seemed ridiculous? It was so big. It was actually bigger than the book. Oh, the radio. Yes, the radio. I've got a radio in the bathroom, uh, like a battery operated radio. Yeah, use that as a bookmark. Anything and everything I will use as a bookmark. I do not want to lose my place, that is for sure, because I don't want to miss out on any of the book and uh, start reading too far ahead. So yeah, bookmarks are very important, but I don't just have, oh, here's one lovely bookmark and I use it all the time. Anything, bits of paper, receipts, whatever I can lay my hands on that's I don't use the dog and I don't use the children as bookmarks so that's something I think we're winning there so thank you Jackie great question as always if you want to get hold of me I love it when you do you can reach me at Instagram on Twitter at quick book reviews and you can email me at uh, quickbookreviews at outlook.com so until next time, you take care and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.